you know, I think it's amazing for us to realize that when we accept Jesus into our heart, Jesus, who is God, who is spirit, who is three in one, on this earth now, because Jesus had to go back to heaven, we receive the Holy Spirit in our heart. The Holy Spirit is big enough that when we make that commitment, we all receive him in our hearts. And then we have access to what Chelsea did the other day. We have access to have those words whispered in our heart and in our mind. When we're doing something, we can say, God, what happened with that? Or who should I pray for today? Who should I help? Or God, something's missing. I've lost something. Can you help me? And how amazing. No wonder Jesus was excited for the Holy Spirit to come because we all have that access. We have him inside of us 24-7, helping us and guiding us. His spirit lives in us and he leads us into all truth. And I just love hearing stories like that. It just blew me away the other night. Um, so just very quickly in John 16, 13 uh, from the Passion Translation. But when the truth giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak his own message, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. So that's a beautiful verse there. You know, over the years, um, my parents especially would warn me about things. They'd say, Hannah, I don't want you to go out this Friday night, or I don't want you to do this, or you're too tired, it's too much for you. Because they had a feeling, they had something inside of them telling them, an uneasy feeling. And I have that sometimes, especially now that I'm closer to God. You know, I'll have uneasy feelings about things if I shouldn't do something. And that's God speaking to us. And I know my husband's anxious to get up. Anxious might not be the right word. He's looking at me and we don't have a lot of time. Um, so I'll be very quick. But basically, I just want to encourage you all to understand that there are the three in one. That Jesus went back to the Father in heaven, but we do have that access through the Holy Spirit here on earth. And I encourage you to start using that in your everyday life. You know, my mum has been telling me lately, Hannah, when you go downstairs to my candle room for my me time where I make my stuff and I have some time by myself, speak to God as you work. You know, God does um, tell us to go into that room and shut the door and speak to him, but he also lives in our hearts and we have access to him all day long. And I know Joe, when he's at work, he prays and sings as well. And we can just have that constant connection. And when you get to that point, you don't have to feel distant from God because he's with you all the time. He's inside of you. He's with you as you work. Talk to him all day long. He lives in us. So I hope that was a, a short little introduction. But just don't forget how powerful he is inside of you. So I'm just going to invite my husband up for the second part of the message. Thank you. Wasn't that a great message, eh? Um, so today, because I've got less time, I've got less than 15 minutes to land this plane. So I hope I land this plane successfully. I was going to do an introduction, but I'll pass the introduction now. Um, I just want us to turn to Acts chapter 1 verse 4. I just want to give you three principles. Three principles. Hint form three principles. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them, not to depart Jerusalem. Say Jerusalem. But to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said to you, have we heard from me. Can we go up till nine, please? Uh, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And many days from now. Next. Um, yeah, let, let's go to nine, six, seven. 
Sorry, I didn't warn that. <laughs> but you shall receive the power for the Holy Spirit and that comes upon you, and you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So I'm going to do something today. Every time the Bible talks about Jerusalem, it talks about home. So everywhere that it says Jerusalem, I want you to say home. Okay, let's go back to chapter 1, please. Chapter 4. Yeah, and being assembled, let's read together. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from home. Okay, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said to you and heard from me. Okay, go to chapter 8, verse 8. Okay, but you shall receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be a witness to me in home and all of Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Jesus started his ministry at home. If you want God to be effective in your life, you start your ministry at home, not here in church. This is a church, but you are the church. Your church starts at home. Jesus started at home. Jesus started at home. Everything starts at home. Everything in your ministry has to start at home. Your greatest battle in your life is not in church, it's at home. Because if you can start at your own home, you can be effective in ministry anywhere else in the world. When I was growing up, my dad always started devotion at home with all of us. We didn't have to go out to church to sing. We did it at home. When we, when we went out to church in, on Sundays, we were just giving the leftovers of what we did during the week. So he made us do that. You have to start at home. When David, they, you had to confront home first. The Bible said that Jesus was, didn't do a lot of miracles in his own hometown because they were so familiar with him. And some of you are here and your battles is with your family because you've got to start at home. Jesus had to start at home. The first principle is start at home. Because God is wanting you to grow to another level. But if you cannot start at home, if you cannot, cannot do it in your personal environment, you cannot be successful elsewhere. The Bible says whatever is done in private will succeed in public. See, Jesus spent hours. The Bible said that he went early morning. He used to come and the disciples, you remember when the disciples asked Jesus, well, you know, how should we pray? Because they saw Jesus coming out of his prayer closet in the morning. He'd spend, he'd spend one hour in the one or two hours in, in his prayer closet. When he came up to the marketplace, he was successful. People were healed. People were healed. The disciples spent five minutes, but they struggled to, 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 to get the demon out of people. So you got to, you see, you got to find, that's the principle, your quiet place. The reason why David was so successful in Goliath, because in his quiet time, in his private place, he slayed the bear, he slayed the lion, and God made it seen in public. Yours is successful is what you do privately. Your devotions at home. I don't want you to come to church and go, oh, three hours, oh, thank you, Jesus. Starts at home. Starts in your own Jerusalem. That's the first principle. My second principle is this. If you go to chapter, um, chapter 4, verse 4, sorry. Verse 4 again. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise. Say the promise. The promise. 
the promise. You've got to wait for the promise. There's a reason why Abraham waited for the promised child. Isaac was the promised child, but he couldn't wait. He said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm nearly 100. We still haven't had a baby yet. You know, I'm in walking sticks. I still haven't had the baby yet. But that was the promise. And sometimes you've got to wait for the promise. I want to tell you something. I didn't have a job for three months. But I had to wait. I had to wait. And sometimes you've got to wait. If you have never learned waiting, you're going to learn waiting, becoming a Christian. You've got to learn to wait. Because waiting is part of being a successful Christian. And this is Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord, He will renew their strength. They will soar wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. And they will walk but not faint. In some translations, it says that they will, those who wait upon the Lord. In some translations, those who wait. Wait and wait requires patience. We live in a world where I can drive two minutes down the road and get McDonald's. The world is fast. But principle stays the same. What you sow, you reap. The problem is we're trying to get out of principle. I've never, I don't think in the 1900s that we could, we could jump and reach space. No. Gravity still apply. The same God. The same principle. Nothing to reinvent. Let's go to, so we've got to wait. So the, the second one is waiting on God. When I was looking for, and I wanted to turn to Galatians 5.22. This is what it says. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and patience. Wait. Wait. Learn to wait. Tell your neighbor, wait. Learn to wait. Wait. The second principle is wait. First is Jerusalem. Starts at home. And wait. The third principle, before we finish today, is unity. They came together in unity. And I want you to turn to Psalms 133, 1-3. It says here, Behold how good and pleasant when it is when brother dwell together in unity. Say unity. Say unity. Unity. If we focus on those three principles, I believe we can affect the whole world. It starts at home. The Bible, you know, there's a saying that always go, I hear Christians say that a praying family becomes a praying church. Because of this, because when God used Abraham, he used a family. He started with Abraham and his family. When God wants to use a church, God will start with a family. So it is so important that we master our Jerusalem. It is so important that everything starts at home. I tell my wife consistently, I don't want to go to church to sing over there. I want to sing at home. I don't want to go there and pray over there. I want to pray at home. Everything starts at home. I don't want... I don't want to go serve in church. I want to serve in my own family. Because if I can serve in my quiet place, God will promote me publicly. The problem with us, if we're trying to promote ourselves, oh, I've got to do this, I've you know, I got to get this title. It is not about titles, my friend. It is about serving. And when you do those three principles, God will work for you. I want us to start back at home. You know, if to, to, to play rugby... You always have to remember the basics. Everything has to go back to basics. Read your Bible, pray every day, and you grow. Everything starts at home. I tell you what, if we start at home, we don't have to come and praise and worship here. You'll just stay in your seat and praise and worship in this place. 
we will just worship in our seats. We don't need a band to play for us because we give in in our private time and God will promote us publicly. And I will end with that uh, this morning. And I hope everybody has a blessed day. Thank you. That was great. Starts at home. Remember the Holy Spirit is there for you every day to comfort you, to guide you. And speaking of home, 